Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Golf Show. I am Mike Dedorich. I'm your host. Um, here every Saturday from 7 to 8 a.m. We're in that... Um, little segment of the schedule that um, <laughs> maybe leaves golfers uh, a little ho-hum about um, what's going on and, and uh, the, the events that are being played. Um, this week, uh, the, the PGA Tour is at the Sanderson Farms Championship in Jackson, Mississippi. Next week is the Shriners Hospitals for Children Open in Las Vegas. Then the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek in Las Vegas. Followed by the Zozo Championship at Sherwood. That's Thousand Oaks. That's where they played a couple of those um, made for TV. And um, it's also a chance for older guys who haven't been in the hunt in a long time to get in there, guys like Keegan Bradley, for instance, who shot rounds of 66-65 and is 13 under par and has a two-shot lead going into Saturday's play. Um, enough said about that. Um, it, it's funny, we're, we're almost like marking time um, until mid-November and, and the uh, – the uh, weirdest masters uh, that we have seen, and no doubt um, the rest of the schedule has been weird as well. Um, <laughs> there were a couple players um, who a couple weeks ago actually went to Augusta for a couple days of practice and um, they got some different reviews. Um, the first day they played, it was uh, 65. They played late that day, or late in the morning, early afternoon. It was gorgeous. 
Then they played the next day when it was 45 or 50 degrees in the morning. And said, uh, they weren't real crazy about that. But I wonder if they realized they could very well, if they're in those early tea times in November, they could very well be playing in 45 degrees. Um, so, um, again, strange times that we are living in. Uh, all kinds of things uh, happening. And, and we have a whole list of things that I'd like to talk about this morning. Um, we have a couple good guests uh, coming up later in the show, and uh, we'll, we'll get to them. I saw this online this week, and, and um, I, this is one of those times I actually believe something that I've, I've read online. Uh, this was a blurb that said, Golf Data Tech says August rounds were up 20.6% year over year. That's 10 million more rounds in August on top of the 17 million additional rounds in June and July. Every state increased at least 2%. Texas led the way with 39%, and they expect momentum to continue into the final quarter of the year. <clears throat> Excuse me. That kind of verifies the information that I've heard, uh, you know, around uh, the, the Western Pennsylvania about how busy the, the the public courses have been, how booked the the clubs have been. Um, it's awesome. Uh, it's great for the guys uh, on the public side as they try to recoup some some lost revenue. Um, it's great for the clubs as well because they're not above needing money either. Um, it's funny. We expected that, that there would be a big buildup of, of uh, golf needing, I guess would be a good word, um, once we got the okay to play. Now, of course, you know, we could have gotten that okay some sometime earlier, but we didn't. Um, so these numbers would have been even better here. But from that standpoint, it's a good thing. Um, a lot of people are pleased uh, with, with what's going on. And um, the hope is that as we wind down now here, although October is a great, great month of the year to play golf, um, as we wind down, that momentum will continue not only through the final quarter, which really isn't relevant here, I don't think, but next year. Uh, if, if we are in a place in this pandemic when that we can go ahead and, and play from the start of the year, you know, some of these places will, will be able to, to get back on their feet and um, maybe golf will survive this. I wanted to take a, a minute here to um, make a uh, to, to note a, a eh, important retirement in, in in the golf business. Um, for 20 years, Michelle Shaw has been the 
Executive Director of the Greater, Gol Greater Pittsburgh Golf Course Superintendents Association, and she has um, done a great job for superintendents um, across um, the, the Pennsylvania area, the Greater Pittsburgh area. She is um, very well thought of in that um, in that industry, and she's going to retire uh, from that position. And um, the general consensus is the association where would not be where it is today without her. So we wish her well in her retirement. Um, she's always been a very nice lady to deal with and um, look forward to see what all happens down the road with the association. Um, a couple things that I also saw, as we know, um, the state government, particularly the governor's office, has, you know, pretty much according to everybody's um, uh, opinion, has not handled this pandemic um, well or as well as some might have expected. And that has, has uh, filtered down into sports at all levels. We know the football games uh, in Heinz Field are, are being done without fans. Um, you know, there's 50 indoor people, 20, 250 outside. Then that's been, you know, um, you know, eliminated. Now you can have more. Then the governor comes back and says, we're going to have more updates on this. Well, you know, here we are. We're in the fourth week, I think, of the high school, high school season. So if they don't make any kind of uh, uh, new ruling, um, you know, we'll, we'll be done with football season. But anyway, I got a, a tweet overnight from a gentleman in Erie. And uh, it was the name on it was Hank Champ, and he says there's this crazy story going on up there. Um, two girls from Erie McDowell High School are leading the PIAA District 10 golf tournament uh, by 16 and 18 strokes. McDowell shut down all sports. Early in the earlier in the week, but made an exception for these two girls who are obviously talented. Now, after Friday's round, um, they won't. They've ruled again that it's shut down, and the girls uh, at this point um, are not going to be allowed to continue in the tournament. Again. Um, all this uncertainty, um, and I know it's a fluid situation. Um, you know, look at look at football. Uh, Steelers can talk about that. Um, there was a tweet from one of the young ladies who said she's going to be there at eight o'clock this morning with her clubs, and she's planning on playing. So. <laughs> Um, another showdown, um, 
And, you know, if that's true, then that, that's, that's as um, messy a situation as there is. Um, if there's going to be a PIAA golf tournament, state finals, uh, these two girls would seem to be a lock to, to be there. Um, but now with uh, District 10 shutting them down again, they may not have that opportunity. Um, and with the timing of everything, there's not even an opportunity there for someone to file a lawsuit and get a, a stay or, you know, any of those things. Um, crazy. That's just the only way I can describe what we're what we're going through is crazy. There's you know, and I'm not the Lone Ranger. I understand that. Um, good news for a a guy from um, our area, um, Junior Mark Getz from Greensburg. He picked up a couple wins uh, yesterday, um, and he plays for West Virginia University, and they were playing in the Big 12 match play tournament in Houston, and uh, team-wise, they didn't, the Mountaineers didn't do all that well. They lost to top-seeded Oklahoma 5-1-0, and and the win came from uh, Getz. He won his match 3-1. and one. Uh, The Mountaineers in the afternoon picked up two victories, but fell to TCU 3-2-1. And, and again, one of the wins was another 3-1 and one win by Getz. Uh, Sean Kovitz, the coach, said, I thought Mark played outstanding all day going undefeated versus Oklahoma and TCU. Uh, they will play again today. Um, he's a guy uh, who needs to be watched. Um, he has a chance uh, to go a ways this year in college golf. He had a great summer and um, looks like it's going to be a great fall for him as well. Um, a limited number of fans are going to be allowed at the Bermuda Championship later this month. That'll be the first time that there are any fans uh, at a tour event since the PGA or the Players Championship uh, back in March. Um, they have had a couple pro-ams. Uh, the PGA Tour champions and the Corn Ferry Tour have had those, and. You know they've been allowed uh, to have a limited among of fan, limited amount of fans at uh, a PGA Champions Tour event uh, earlier this year. So the tour needs those pro ams because that's where they make money. They also need the ticket sales. So on that front, we seem to be moving toward. A better place than than we are uh, right at this moment. Um, 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 what else? I think that what was um, were the main ones that I wanted to talk about this morning. But I'm going to 
veer off um, golf for one second. Well, maybe a little more than one second. But I don't know if you noticed, um, I think overnight, um, St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Bob Gibson passed away. He was 84, and he died from cancer. He was, in my mind, probably the most intimidating pitcher certainly I ever saw. And, and, you know, there are other opinions, I'm sure, but boy, oh boy, you didn't want to mess with him. And, and he was not above sticking a baseball in a guy's ribs if the, an opposing batter did something that he disagreed with. But I, I saw some numbers uh, on him, and, and I wanted to share these with you because they're just phenomenal. In 1968, his last 24 starts were complete games. Think about that. He pitched 21 times on three days rest. In 18 of his 34 starts, he got zero, one, or two runs of support and went 22 and nine. (laughs) Uh, Imagine that. Now, I know the game was different, but I don't know that it was any easier back there. Back then, I mean. Uh, Gibson pitched nine postseason games and went seven and two. Pitched 81 innings, had 92 strikeouts, allowed 50, 55 hits, and a 1.89 ERA. Well, you know, if, if ever... There was a Hall of Fame pitcher, Bob Gibson, was it. And, you know, Pirate fans, I think, will remember uh, the game. I was much younger, of course. Um, He faced Roberto Clemente, and Clemente lined a shot up the middle, and it hit Gibson in the leg. He kept playing and completely. Pitched a complete game with what turned out to be a broken leg. Tough as nails, that guy. Um, great competitor. And um, 2020 is uh, taken taken a lot from us. And um, I think most of us will be really glad when 2020 is over. All right, it's time for our first break. We're going to do a 2020 update. We'll pay some bills. And when we come back, we'll um, welcome our first guest, and uh, we'll have some fun with with uh, our two guests today. You're listening to The Golf Show right here on 93.7 The Fan. 